Listen to Dungeons with Dudes, a podcast with dudes, dungeons, dragons, and flagons, every other Sunday on the Journey into Comics Network. Following, following the following a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. I'm a babe who likes brews. It's time for brews with babes. Ah, juicy. Hey, the babes are back. Um, Except this year, it's a new babe. My name is Liz, and if you haven't noticed, this is Brews with Babes this week. Joining me today, unfortunately, are no other babes, because my babes, my friends, are kind of camera shy, or podcast shy, I guess you'd call it. They don't don't like being recorded. They don't like being recorded, so who better... To uh, come to my rescue, then my knight in shining arbor, my husband, Andrew. Hello. To come and uh, help me do this. I'm happy to be here to drink some brews with you. I know, I'm so excited. Because you're my babe. <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, so I'm Liz, and I know normally on Brews with Dudes, you guys talk about mostly Indiana beers, or kind of a variety, but this time... It's different. It's my show. I'm going to do it my way. And so, sorry, Indiana, you're not getting any love today. It's all about Illinois slash Chicago breweries. So I guess we'll get started since we've never been on Brews with Dudes or yeah. Brews with Babes. We have not. Um, let's talk about our beer preferences, just to give people an idea of what we like and kind of things that we don't like. So you can start. What kind of beers do you like? I. Which ones are you drawn to? Which ones do you absolutely hate? I'm usually, I'm on two spectrums here. So, my new thing is stouts. I like the dark, heavy beers now, for some reason. I, I was drawn to them. I even got a, a nitro stout four-pack that decided to hate in, me. In cans. In cans. By which the way. I'm never doing again, because the most recent one just exploded everywhere when I opened it. So, lots of fun. But I also like... Um, like Hefeweizens or Kohl's, like just those German German style mm-hmm. beers, which are good. They're nice. I'm not a huge sour fan, so I like I like just the goodness of yeah. a of a, a nice, nice beer. wheat beer or a stout. Either way, classic. What about you? Um, mine. I feel like I've kind of tried to broaden my horizons a little bit but i think it mostly for me depends on the season because if it's fall i'm very into like the Oktoberfest and the brown ales and things like that and then you like your sam adams too i do like the Oktoberfest type beers like that and then the winter i'm more into like sometimes into the darker beers or kind of like the more like hefeweizen type thing um Kulsh's, things like that and then more spring summer is when i get into my normal like i don't know not line and kugels that's not really even craft but like more of the light beers i guess 
ones that feel refreshing when you drink them. I'm not a huge stout person. I'm very open to trying stouts whenever. It's just sometimes it's just I can't. If I were to order one at a bar, I probably wouldn't be able to finish it by myself. Just for the sheer fact that it, some of them can be so heavy, at least in my opinion. They can be really heavy and your stomach's full and then you can't really, um, you can't really do, I don't know, I feel like it's I can't a, it's drink not, anymore. Right, it's like, it's not a beer you'd have with dinner because you would drink half your stomach. Right, exactly. I get that. Um, I guess one thing I was just thinking about is how much we actually are into the craft beer world because we do quite a bit with it. We've gone to, um, there's actually a local festival that we've gone to for the past two years called the Mundelein Craft Brew Festival because we live in Mundelein and there's actually, it has a ton of breweries that come in every year. Right. And that's kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say that's where we got started with craft beer, but that's definitely where we like to go. Um, I think we both definitely branched out once I moved up here. Exactly. And we had our friends up here, and we just would make outings of it. Yeah, because a lot of um, the places, we like to do trivia as well, bar trivia, super mm-hmm. fun. Um, so we've made it kind of, I don't know if you'd call it a habit, but I guess you could call it a habit, um, of going to trivia. And a lot of these places have good trivia at craft beer markets or beer just like or breweries. breweries. Yeah. So we pretty much for the past, what would you say, two or three years? Yeah, at least two years. We've been doing trivia um, on Tuesdays, and it's at Beerhead in Vernon Hills, which has like a conglomerate of just all these. There's probably hundreds and hundreds of right. craft beers. Most We like mostly the ones on tap, and then sometimes yeah, usually... they usually have a huge like probably six or seven like fridges full of um craft beer right because they have uh like a two-sided sheet that's all the beers on tap which just rotates every week because sometimes they'll have a tap takeover of a certain brewery that'll come and and usually that's how you get your free beer swag like we have a bunch of pint glasses from various breweries that have come and done a tap takeover and then they they like yeah like i said like hundreds of bottles and cans of beer that you can get and they'll have wine but we're there for the beer so, what are you going to do? Although, I do love a good wine. I am a connoisseur of alcohol, if, I guess. We are adults, so we are connoisseurs of alcohol. Exactly. And then recently, um, we tried out a new one at an actual brewery called Buffalo Creek Brewery, which is actually where we took our wedding pictures, we which did. is super nice. It's a really nice place, and they're about to reopen their beer garden for the season, yep. so I'm excited for that. May 4th. Beer by the fire is the best kind of beer. Exactly. So, I mean, we've been around it quite a bit. I mean, when you go to someplace like Beerhead, when you ask for... So, it was funny. Funny story. My brother and um, another one of our friend's brothers decided to come to Trivia with us. College kids. College kids. And they're about to order their beer, and they're like, oh, can we get, like, a Bud Light or um, Bush Light? And they're like, I'm sorry. We don't do domestics. And, like, they literally had no, no idea what to do. They were like, we've never done craft beer before, so we had to do kind of try and get as close to a domestic as we could. And literally, I think the closest thing to a domestic was a line in Kugel. I think that was the closest. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, what kind of place is it? Like, it's a, yeah, it's like, a craft beer place. Like, they're it, like, what kind of bar is this? They don't have Miller Lite or Bud Light. And we're like, well, it's craft beer, so you got to deal with it or get yeah. out. If you want domestic, go to any other bar in a four-mile radius of exactly. here. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of our history with 
kind of the craft beers. And we've kind of, what's nice about living up here is that we get access to all sorts of like local beers that we may not have gotten otherwise. So I actually, our lovely Binnie's, which is right by my parents' house, has a nice pick six. And I kind of wanted to try or to try again and describe different beers that are kind of made throughout the Chicagoland area, I guess. Yeah. And some of them we've tried before, and most of them we have not, but I thought it'd be kind of cool. So the first one, we actually have gone to this brewery before. We have. Um, We have gone to Two Brothers. We actually won the tour um, through through trivia. We did. So it was really fun to go go there because you kind of... It also has a tap room, so you can have, like, dinner there, and then you go on your tour, and it was super fun. So, I kind of, I picked one that, it's one of Andrew's favorites. It's called the Abel's Vice, and it's really good. Um, I really like it in the summer, because they put a little lemon wedge on, if you mm. get it on draft. Um, yeah, anything not, to say about I'm that? I'm not the lemon wedge fan, but yeah, this is my, for Beerhead for the longest time, until they took it off the, their tap list was my go-to drink because they serve it to you in a, in a Weiss glass. It's a nice big beer and I could drink on that for like an hour without... Because sometimes you get like a regular pint glass, you're going to need two. But I usually get a nice big tall glass I can drink on it. It's just... It's light. It's just delicious. Mm-hmm. What it says in the back is with a nice malty sweetness and a soft aroma of clove, vanilla, and banana, this German style Hefeweizen is unfiltered for a glowing orange haze. Mm-hmm. And it... Put you just in that a nice glowing orange haze. That's how I feel about it. That's true. I really like... I don't know. It's a good... Like, I'd say an Abelweiss, I would say, is probably one of those beers that I would recommend to people who haven't really gone into the craft beer yeah, as it's much. Yeah, it's a good gateway. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's light. You're not going to get something that's going to be super sour or... It doesn't have a super strong taste. So it's a good mm-hmm. ease in. Right. So you want to open it? Yeah. I don't have a bottle opener. This right. is probably this is the only one that we're trying today that is in a bottle. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, when I went to the Binnies, hoping that there'd be more um, like that in a bottle, mm-hmm. didn't happen. Like All the Chicago ones were in either were in cans, but right. two brothers right. pulled through. Exactly. So. And this is like if I'm going to any brewery, I'm going to try a beer for the first time. I usually check. They're usually broken out by wheat beers and otherwise. So I'll usually, if I'll go for a Hefeweizen if I'm trying something new. Because I know no matter who's making the Hefeweizen, it's all going to be pretty good. If you mess up a Hefeweizen, then I feel sorry for you, son. Because you got 99 problems Uh-oh. and the Hefe's one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's been a long day already. It has, but beer makes a it... beer can't fix. Yeah. I would agree. And now that, that you've read the back, I like... You can taste the banana. Or yeah, I was like banana, and now that you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Subtle hints of banana, Mm -hmm. which, but not like you're not thinking like you're drinking like or having like a banana runt or a piece of cake. It's a very soft banana taste. Yeah, it's not like I've had the. I think it used to be called the Wells Banana Bread Beer, and that one is really like it. That taste of banana is there, and you can't avoid it. It is very strong. Like you can't really, yeah, you can't really avoid it, and you can't really, like, I I don't know. It's not a sipping beer. Mm-hmm. You just drink it and you're done. And it's not one that I would. The banana bread one is not really one I would go out and buy like a six pack of. Yeah, that is true. Like some of these, like the mix six is nice because oh, say you want, like I really like this one, but not enough that I want to have a six pack or a case of it. 
it gives you the option of like, oh, I just want to try a few of these, and if I don't like it, I can, I'm not stuck with it. Because the worst thing is like, oh, I'm gonna try this new beer. I can only get like a four pack, and then like first sip is like, oh, this is this is not good, or it's good at the first sip, but the rest of it is awful. So you're like, well, now I'm stuck with this. Mm-hmm. Like the um, remember they gave us that free sample of the uh, that coconut beer. Oh, it was the Pahoho. It was that, was that two brothers? No, maybe. I don't remember exactly. You look it up really quick, and I'm going to talk about the other beer from probably one of the first brews I think we actually ever went to, because it was within walking distance of my apartment. It was um, it was Two Brothers. Okay. Sorry, Two Brothers. The pohoho was kind of funky. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. But what I'm drinking that I came in, I had it with dinner, is from Tighthead Brewing Company, which is a local Mundelein brewery. It was literally within walking distance of my apartment. And right now it's just a little... If we wanted to go there, it's probably just a five-minute ride down the road. Like, it's right next to the... Train station. The train station. So if, like, you have a job in the city and you live out here, that's where you get off with, and they probably get a great happy hour business. Yeah, and the only thing that stinks is that they don't have... Well, it's double-edged sword. So they don't have a kitchen, but they have all the... Um, like delivery menus, so like if you're hungry, they'll mm-hmm. you can order it to the brewery. But the other side of the sword is you can bring your dogs in, which is super fun. That is the that is the nice thing. We, um, we've we, met many a dog going there, mm-hmm. and, and our dog has met many a dog going there. No, have we brought Max there? It was just Miley. I thought we brought Miley. Okay, so it was just my His parents', parents dog. dog. My parents came and we did a random brewery crawl. It seemed like no, I think it was just that. I think okay. we just went there. But anyway, so yeah, but this is their Scarlet Fire, which is their uh, red ale they have, which I think is one of Liz's favorites. I do. I I have two that I usually go to, um, unless they have. Um, they've had like some that they just kind of randomly create, and I've liked those mostly. Mm-hmm. But if they don't have any like new creations, I usually go with the Scarlet Fire or the Comfortably Blonde Ale. Mm-hmm. I like their. We do have a blonde ale coming up, but anyway. I like their Dunkel. The Dunkel's usually pretty good. Yeah, and wasn't that a seasonal one? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, I've not been, we haven't been back in a bit, so I don't know if they've started their, any of their spring stuff. Yeah. But the Scarlet Fire description is an Irish-style red ale named for the improvisational transition of Grateful Dead song Scarlet Begonias and into Fire on the Mountain Scarlet. Uh, fire is brewed with roasted barley and caramel malt, creating a balance of sweetness and subtle toasty notes. American Ale Yeast ferments this beer to a clean finish with a traditional East Kent Golden Hops paying tribute to its heritage as an Irish-style red ale. Yeah, I I mean, I enjoy that. I yeah, mean, it's, a, it's a little... I mean, it's a red ale. It's a little bit darker than you expect from, like, the Abelweiss or a normal, like... Oh, well, yeah. It... I would say it's comparable to a Smithix, I would say. Yeah. Right? I don't know, but I if I had to pick between the two, I don't know which one I would pick that would be better. Because, I mean, well, then you got Smithix, which is actually from Ireland, right? Or Scotland or wherever. Yeah. And then you have this, which is made in Bundelheim. Oh, that makes me want to half and half with Smithix and, uh, and Guinness. I mean... Not bad. I could see it with... You could probably do a half and half with this, too. It'd be an interesting like combo. That. But Guinness is usually good as a as a mix. and we I had my fair share of Guinness with St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Well, also, speaking of of tight head when it said what did it say the grateful dead uh song so (laughs) it's kind of funny because if you actually go in there and you see some of the people that work there you'd say i am like 99.9 percent sure all of you listen to grateful dead and all of you are deadheads 
But it just kind of makes the character of the brewery, which right? Is, and like, they also, I think, were they all kind of like a rugby team? Like rugby's their logo, or the rugby mm-hmm. ball is their logo. I don't know if it's called a ball or if it's a yeah. It's like a rugby ball with flames coming out of it. Yeah, it's super delicious. I have, I really haven't gone there and had something bad, which is nice because nice. it's somewhere local and. Luckily for us, we can get. We don't always have to go to the brewery to get some of these mm-hmm. beer. They, this beer, we can. They sell them in the stores around our. Yeah, Jewel's area. a nice place to get a lot of the the local crafts because they'll give drops. And I actually remember driving past Tighthead one day from work, and there's really in the back of a pickup. I don't think they were full, but stacked probably at least fifteen feet high was just pallets of beer. I'm guessing it was just the empty cans, but still, it was mm-hmm. like. Looked intense to see driving down the street. And what's actually nice, I totally forgot about this um, until you said something, but because I thought you were going with the um, kegs, but they actually do kegs, which I thought was really cool. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, I guess we don't really hear much about kegs like that, yeah, but. We don't usually um, get kegs for any no, reason. But I know that um, one of our neighbors is does trivia over at Tighthead, and he has got, like, they win gift cards to Tighthead, and then. Um, I, they said like every once in a while, like in the summer, they'll just get a keg of tight head beer. I was like, and bring it, bring I didn't it know or... that was a thing, but I guess, I mean, I didn't know that you could buy it. Like the public could buy a keg like that. Yeah. That was only for like rest Cause like a lot of the restaurants and stuff around have tight head on tap or yeah. available, which is nice. It's uh, kind of different to yes. do that. Mm-hmm. And I All guess right. before we get to the next one, yeah. do you want to talk about small town now or do you want to save it for later? save it for later but well because so here's the thing so i guess we could get into that since we're kind of talking more local to us Mm -hmm. um we do so the the company that makes not your father's root beer is actually based in or their brewing facility i don't know what you would call it they're they're basically their headquarters and their craft like their tasting room kind like of. Where, where they design the beers they're going to mass produce is at this one facility which isn't that big but they've licensed like the the main manufacturing hub i think is out of the miller facility in wisconsin i believe yeah i don't know exactly but, but yeah, it's a it's a, not a small operation but it's not obviously they can't produce the amount like not your father's just like every store around from just that place it's just not the size but they do all their concoctions and their new styles like I remember before the Mountain Dew one came out, mm-hmm. it, we, we had it at the facility. Yeah, they do a lot of testing there. And they're 12% and, root beer. Yeah, they do. And it's nice. It's called Small Town Brewery, and it's in Wakanda. And it's like, again, it's in like an industrial park with like a little front. Uh-huh. But it's nice, and they have like a little flight that you can try, and they've got these all these different concoctions. Like, I don't remember. There's been a bunch. Yeah, and they even have like, um, oh, if you mix these together, it's a different thing. Yeah, they give you like mixes. So like... I think one time I had like a no, there was a chocolate or a cookie one, right? Yeah, it was, it was like, like an oatmeal, oatmeal and a blueberry. Yeah, it was or a blueberry, like a, like a blueberry oatmeal cookie or something, and you can get like they had like the cream soda and you can get the root beer. Yeah, that twelve percent root beer is you don't taste it, but oh, you feel it in like two seconds. Yeah, because it's like a barrel aged um, root beer. Yeah, and they're not allowed to. They've not been allowed to sell it in stores because of the. Sorry, the but alcohol you, content. But you can get growlers of it. You can. So we have you to, just... we have definitely have to go back there because I think bring our friends out and have them check it out because there is some interesting. A lot of it's sweet because it is all the, it's like alcoholic sodas and yeah. But I mean, every once in a while you need it. I mean, our friend group is mostly towards like the IPAs and stuff, but it's always try. Yeah, I'm try definitely not different. a not a sour fan, but that just each their own. Tastes are all different. Mm-hmm. 
But all right, so and let's... And then we've got... Well, then there's one more, the Buffalo Creek, because they don't really sell... They use, they sell cans in their brewery, but... I've only seen them at um, any stores. Not much. And they have kegs like that'll go out to certain restaurants, but it's really good. It's relatively um, new. I like... They have some really interesting names for the... Um, for the beers, what was one of them? I'm trying to think. The uh, uh, farmer's illegit daughter. Yeah, that one's a good one. And um, the marvelous, marvelous. And the there's like Xerxes. Yeah, they've got um, some interesting ones. The hollows. But... Yeah, I think the farmer's illegit daughter is the fun one. It's yeah. just like, and I like it's I a mean, farmhouse ale. It's... And what's nice about Buffalo Creek is they have a variety, so like anyone could really walk in there and find something they like. And I just love the idea of getting a flight of something. Yeah, they have giant flights, so it's five, four or five beers. You get four beers. Four They're beers. good size. They're probably like half pints. Yeah. For eight bucks. Yeah, which is not bad at all. Because you're paying eight bucks for one beer, so I feel like you end up getting more. I mean, but also the beers are also pretty big too. Yeah. They're good size full beers. Mm-hmm. But it definitely, it definitely is a good way to introduce yourself. Either like the mix six like we have with those flights are definitely the way to go, at least in my opinion. Yeah, so then you can try whatever you want. So let's see. I'm going to pick kind of randomly from the mix six because all these cans are so small. And what do you know? We got Revolution Fist City. So I would say that if I had to describe like the king of craft beer, like in terms of restaurants having it, I would say Revolution's got it because yeah. it's through Revolution Brewing because... Most, I would say most, if I would say 90, probably 90% of the bars that I've gone to, just plain bars, have a revolution, have revolution anti-hero. I did not get anti-hero because I feel like I'm just kind of done with right. it. Right, and they've, done, they've talked about it on brews before. Yeah, so I picked up the Fist City, and it's also, I was looking at an article before getting on this, and it said that Fist City is one of the beers that you want to taste. Chicago produced beers that you should try before you die oh well that's good so i was like huh i know i've tried a couple we've tried a couple of the different ones through revolution Mm -hmm. this one doesn't have a description that's kind of sad really yeah no it's not covered up or anything no it just says made with cascade citra centennial and crystal crop or hops Hmm. so i don't know what you would want to there's no it might crafts for our cities craft crafted for our city with our friends at big star i don't know what that means but other than that there's really no description right, but I'll, anyway i'll look it up real quick you give it a crack it open give it a taste yes. yeah that is definitely a pale ale if i've ever tasted one all right so here's what they have to say about fist city well i gotta prove i'm 21 which is always fun all right so what do they say about fist city it's a pale ale brewed with an abundant amount of two-row and red wheat with the addition of a specialty malt for a beautiful golden hue. Visity has hints of citrus and grapefruit notes with a solid malt backbone to smooth light bite of hops. Yeah, the Chicago Pale Ale is meant to be a supremely drinkable brew for those who love hops, which I do not. Magnificent California hop aromas play in perfect harmony with this beer's extremely satisfying finish. Yeah, I would say the farthest that I go when it comes to like the the pale ale, India pale ale, American pale ale is mm-hmm. probably just pale ale. Right. I don't... The hoppy, it just makes me feel like I'm tasting grass. So Yeah, it's just not our thing. Yeah, so that's why I don't tend... There's a... I know that they have a pilsner of some sort that I really enjoy. 
Fist City is okay. It's not as hoppy as some of the other yeah. pale it's ales that I get. It's definitely a softer. Yeah. Because I've had, I've had their Fist Mist, which I thought was a, like a seasonal version of it, but it's a it's a red ale compared. Oh. So, but still, I'm. Like, I would say this is drinkable, though. I will agree yeah, with that. Yeah, because I've had some where it's like, oh, you should try this. Like, um, was it like Gumball Head? Which I know it was like everyone's mm-hmm. favorite. It's not something I can. Yeah, you think with the name Gumball, you'd be like, oh, it's kind of sweet. No, probably not. Well, I'm sure if people like sours, maybe it is. Like, if you're like, I had friends and family who like were big IPA, APA fans, and they can, they're able to see past the sour and see all the true flavors underneath. Which I'm just not at that level yet. Yeah, we try. We really do try. But right. I wish I did though, because I feel like, like even like when we go to like a like a normal like liquor store, I feel like IPAs. There's like five thousand different ones. And they all have the cool names and the cool bottles and stuff. But you're like, I don't mm-hmm. want that. Yeah, that's Fist City. It's Fist not, City. It's just okay. Yeah, I mean, it's... it just depends on your palate. If you really like pale ales, I'd say this one's not too hoppy, so you could probably have like 12 of them and be okay. But All if right. you're not into the hoppiness, then haha, get it, hoppiness, <laughs> happiness, then you're out of luck. Put on a hoppy face. Put on a hoppy face. All okay, right. we have next. We oh, have four more. We've got four. You're going to have a lot of beer to drink for the two. But it's okay. Yay. Ooh. Okay, this one's an IPA. This is from Lagunitas, and it's daytime. So I did not know this existed. I thought that Lagunitas was, um, they just did, like, there's only a few that I've, like, tried. I've tried the little something something. What's the, the one plain, that's... plain, and then I've tried the little something easy. What's the one that, that's the uncensored? Is that one called Uncensored? There's like one like a black bar over it. I have no idea. They, have I've seen a bunch of their cans and bottles. I just haven't really picked one up. But oh, that that's an... no fun. Oh, oh sh- I thought it, it says the Lagunitas Brewing Company, Petaluma, California. I'm like, are you kidding me? But they're in Chicago. Oh. But this one's called Daytime IPA. Ooh, 98 calories. So low cal for those people who are watching their waistlines. Woo. Not me. Not today. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Not today. What does it say about our lovely daytime? Doesn't it doesn't really doesn't have really a description. I think that's what kind of sucks about cans is that you don't really get a description on there. So I don't know understand what they need to you need to prove that you're twenty one. It seems like a okay. So ooh, this has a cool tab on it though. It's blue and it's got like a little um their symbol shooty thingy on it. No, it doesn't have a symbol. Hmm. It's like a little shooty thing on it. Kind of like the kind of like the tight head logo. It's like a fireball. Yeah. Interesting. No idea. But okay, so it is a fractional IPA, which I don't really know what that means. This beer the beer in this can has achieved what we have all hoped for ourselves, to be made new again. There's freedom in burning down the house of expectation and it confers an undeniable lightness to being. We didn't invent these truths, they invented us. Um is that all it has to say? There's like there's like a video about it. Um, you probably look on there and see if you find that. Um, that I'm also a fan of the fact that their uh, their logo has a dog on it. Yes, that's a nice touch. Oh, their uh, their logo has that little fireball thing. Ah, good. I'm also trying. We're trying this uh, new trick that we learned. So if we don't want to drink the, I we looked online because I was like, well, we have cans. Right. So what do we do? Yeah. 
Do you have any issues closing it or opening it? Well, so the trick is that if you turn the tab on the can backwards and you lift it up, it's supposed to gently pull the tab up, like the metal part up, and then you can supposedly seal it again. Shit. Does Uh, it not work? It's a half, like, okay. It's it's hard because those can easily... It's a punch out. I think we're going to have to drink all of these. No, no. I got it. Oh, you've got it? Now I got it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's Good. see how these So we're hold. not wasting beer because I don't want to waste beer. Nah, it's okay. I'll figure it out. We'll find out. Anyway, so let's try t- the daytime. They're low-cal beer. Love it's it. 98 calories. But this is an IPA, so I don't know For if we'll ABV? Like yeah. Oh, it definitely smells hot. Daytime beer. represents everything we Ooh. know about making hot forward beer. Express oh, in a yeah, sato voice. Oh, yeah, you definitely did smell it. It smells like you're literally smelling a grass. Woo! That is that is an IPA. I didn't even try it. <laughs> you just kind of took it away from me. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, that's... That is an IPA. So for those who like IPAs, that's a very IPA taste. But it's almost like kind of light, light. Is it very lemony, almost? I don't know. It's very light to me. I'm just kind of like... I think having the pale ale before this kind of like had my palate ready for the IPA. And I actually kind of like it. And it's 98 calories. Like what what craft beer can you say is less than 120 calories? And it's on limited release, which means it's here to stay. Hmm. So, yeah, I like it. And for someone who doesn't like IPAs, I think that's kind of a good mark, maybe. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if it lasts, if I can do the, the cap trick, see if I can get it. Oh, this one probably doesn't. I think I fucked that one up. <laughs> oh, well. It's okay. We'll drink all these before we go to bed and have a very good night's sleep. No, I can't. I teach in the morning. Anyway, <laughs> who cares? testing week anyway okay so i don't know i don't know much about this brewery but it's from evanston and it's called temperance temperance beer co um and the beer is called greenwood beach and it is an ale with pineapple it's a blonde ale with pineapple so that might be interesting so yeah so well and it's definitely a different i wonder if it's like is that the blonde this is the blonde, yeah. But I'm wondering if maybe because it's, like, from Evanston. It's not really from Chicago, because the other two are actually from, like, the city proper. It's so Evanston is just north of the city. Right. So I'm wondering if it'll have a different taste, if it's from a different it, it area. Is a, it is a seasonal bill, a okay. seasonal beer. It's a blonde ale with pineapple. Yeah. I'm a big fan of pineapple, so we'll see how that tastes. The description is... Oh, I'm trying to smell it. And the cap's closed. It's already hitting those. Yeah. So swimsuits on fences, chances taken. Summer belongs to the carefree and the courageous. Greenwood Beach Blonde Ale embraces summer with a bold addition of pineapple. It's beer for the opportunities you don't pass up. Do you agree? Hmm. Is it just different? It's different, but I kind of like it. I feel like this could be... A beer that I could sit by the pool. Because when I sit by the pool, I tend to like lighter beers. But I also like... I used to have a very Mm. big sweet tooth in terms of like... I loved Mike's Hard Lemonade and like Twisted Tea and things like that. But I've kind of gone away from that. But like this one is like a nice like... 
It's summery, and it's not like I went overboard one year with with all the um, Line and Kugel grapefruit one, mm-hmm. and that kind of really kind of put a damper on that for me. But this one's actually really nice, and it's like light and not like your throat's not gonna burn because it's full of pineapple. It's really, it's really different, and I really enjoy it. Right? That is nice. It it's is. Nice it and tastes light like summer. And, yeah. Makes me want to go put on my bathing suit. That's what's But guess it, what? I can't because it's probably like 40 degrees now. Yep. And there are other seasonal beers also sound just as good. What are they? There's one that's called the National Anthem Blueberry Raspberry Wheat. Mm-hmm. Sounds very sweet. There's a Drop DIPA, which I don't know what that is. And then there's a Root Down Porter, which I'm guessing is a root beer type drink. A porter. Porter. The Drop is... That's the oh, the Indian. double IPA. That's what the D is, is a D-I-P-A. Uh-huh. That sounds... Yeah, I did not get any double IPAs just for the sheer fact that I'm a little afraid of them. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I don't know what they're like, and I'm scared to try it. I like that pineapple. I'm a fan of pineapple juice, too, so... And that's like... I really like that. I think that is... Well, that's, that needs to come back. It's also... What's nice about this one is I know there's a lot of people out there, I'm sure, that don't like craft beer for the fact that it just tastes too weedy. And I don't think this is, or like, too rye or wheat or whatever. Like, you can taste, like, the grains in it. Mm -hmm. But this one, you really, it's very light. And, like, you can, I don't know. I I definitely want to check that place out. And with one of our friends living at Evanston, this might be a good excuse to get our group out there to check that place out. Yeah, it's If they they do brewery tours, but we'll find out. But it's, it's nice. I mean, for someone who is, like, again, I feel like someone who has, who doesn't really like, beer uh-huh. but wants to try craft beer i feel like that would be a good one to start with just because you get the sweet and stuff and it's not as like i don't know it's uh, not in your face when it comes to like the wheat and stuff i agree okay next one Big this can. one is this the porter i got or no it's american lager i didn't get a porter i apologize andrew i did not get a porter for That's you i was fine. worried about that <laughs> it's too um, dark too heavy it's just, like, I knew if we were going to be tasting stuff, I didn't want to, like... Overdo it. I didn't want to have, like, a dark beer on there just because I didn't want to, like, be full and be like, oh, I don't want to try anymore. But yeah, that is I'm true. Fine. It's also good to save for the end. Um, okay. So, this actually has, like, a... So, this is Hailstorm. Like I don't a, know like a, exactly what it's called. Does it have a label I as opposed to, like, says, printed on the can? Yeah. Well, it's... Yeah. You can peel it off. It's probably, it's probably for, like, these some types of breweries, it's easier than to get the whole can printed just to have a, uh, mm-hmm. have a, like, a so sticker. So, this one is from Tinley Park, which is another suburb of Chicago. Um, oh, and it even gives you information about their, uh, tap room. It's kind of funny on the can. It says, our tap room is open Tuesday through Sunday. Open mic Thursday. Live music and food trucks on Fridays. So this is the Hailstorm um, Hotel Life, I would assume, because it really doesn't, it's hard to tell with this one, because it has Hotel Life, and then Vacancy, and then Color TV, Magic Fingers, Hourly It's very hourly 70s rates. looking, like, neon. Oh, yeah. It reminds me a lot of the sign from Vacancy, in that movie Vacancy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, so... And it's kind of cool because it has this little chart on the side that says it gives you the flavor. It's like a little scale rating. So there's the flavor profile, how um, the malty or bitter, and then like in terms of light and dark. So oh, yeah. 
it dry, is dry malty a, light. Or, yeah, so so it's dry, it's a little malty, and it's light. So it's, it seems like something that might be up our alley. Yeah. Also says that the hops are Magnum and the yeast is Danish Lager. Okay. So yeah, what the what's something interesting? But anyway, yeah, their website says Hotel Life is a very mild on the hop and malt character, a straw to gold, very clean, crisp, highly carbonated lager. Mm-hmm. It's always good to try it something different. It definitely is very carbonated because there's a lot of fizz. Mm. It smells like a normal. It kind of smells like a Miller Lite, <laughs> but well, it is a lager. And we're not the experts on beer. We just we just like it. Mm-hmm. it makes us happy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's nothing special. It's carbonated, for sure. Um, this also, I feel like this one, it would be on my wish list, because I think later we're going to talk about our brewery wish list. I feel like I've heard a lot about um, Hailstorm mm-hmm. from looking online, and I've always wanted to, I'm always willing to expand my horizons when it comes to tap rooms and things like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So... Hailstorm is definitely on my list when it comes to that. Good. Yeah, I like it. It's very... It's it's light and crisp, I would Again, say. Again, I would say if you're starting out in the craft brew kind of field, this would probably be another one that yeah, you'd want like, to try because it's probably really close to like a domestic. If you're, yeah, if you're, if you're just a domestic fan, this is probably a good transitional. Well, duh, it's called an American lager. Yeah, it's a craft domestic, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's like how Blue Moon is still considered a craft beer, even though it's a domestic beer now. Right. Okay, and last one we're trying is from the Ooh. Haymarket Beer Company, and it is a German-style Pilsner. Uh, oh, no! Is it not from here? Oh, no, no, no. The pub and brewery is in Chicago, but they bottle it in Michigan. That, a lot of places don't necessarily bottle it. What's this called again? This is called the Haymarket Beer Co., and this is the, the Speaker Wagon's Pills. What are you staring at? Are you looking at the cat? Yes, our cat's... It's not, it's not drinking alone if your cats are home. It's saying it's just staring at the shadow of the light fixture. Because it's a weird cat. Yeah. Alright, let's see what it has to say. But I'm always in for a German Pilsner. Um, not only because it's my heritage, but because they're so damn good. Mm-hmm. Well, it has a lot of awards from the beer festivals they go to. Um... Let's see what we got. It's a very fancy website. It is. What one did we get? We got the, let's see. It's the German Pilsner. Does it have a name? Um, the Speaker Wagons Pils is what it's called. I think. I don't know. There it is. Right there. Technically it was made in Michigan. Sorry. Not Sorry. Much. It's under the Michigan title, but that's probably because it's bottled there. Yeah. So, so what does it say? Anything? Where would I just, just went All right. It is speak up, fight for your right to drink better beer. Start with a crisp, straw-colored lager brewed with imported pills and malt. Saws, hops, and authentic cold fermenting lager yeast. Get on the wagon. Yep. I will definitely be on the wagon because, again... Just like any German beer, if you do it wrong, I feel sorry for you, <laughs> Because you've got 99 problems, and German beer is one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really sad if you can't get German beer right. It's just so nice and lovely to drink. Mm-hmm. So let's see. 
It's pretty. It's cute. I don't know. I mean, if you go based on beers, based on what their cans or bottles look yeah. like, this is. I think we should. Cute. I think we should rank them in terms of looks. But at the end of this, um, if I had to do it right now based on looks, I'd probably. Hmm, that's tricky. I might pick the hailstorm first because it's kind of like darker and a yeah, lot it, of it's more go... in your face. It doesn't. All the other ones kind of blend together. They're all like whites and grays and light colors. So Actually, is... all like the light beers kind of have the same kind of. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So how is it? It's pretty good. Again, light, crisp. Yeah, we should. Um, a little, obviously, a little bit different than the American Lager. Um, the American Lager definitely doesn't have as much of the wheat taste in it. That's not bad at all. But um, but that one definitely has a little more, since it's a pilsner, it has mm-hmm. a different taste to it. But I would say the one that closely resembles it is the Hailstorm. All right, for sure. So let's um, let's let's rank these in terms of taste, and then our favorite in terms of looks. Okay. Well, are we counting the Abel's Weiss and the Scarlet Fire too? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Just Okay, because if we're including those, I would say my, for looks, like, just basic, like, looks, I would probably go between Scarlet Fire and Hailstorm, just because a lot of the... You like dark cans. I do like the dark cans. It's different. Um, it kind of gives you, like, that vibe, like, oh, maybe it is a dark beer, and most of the time it might not be. Right, because Scarlet Fire nice. depicts a girl dancing, like, her dress is made of, like, uh, hop leaves, and some of them are on fire. Yeah. And she has red hair and red fire. It's all it's colorful mm-hmm. and it's a dark bottle. And I like the hailstorm because it's kind of cute and it reminds you of like the 70s it's or nostalgic. like a motel. Yeah. Um, and taste, I don't know. They're all so good in different ways. Right. Well, obviously well, we, can hold, we can hold the Two Brothers and Scarlet Fire since those are the ones we've had often. So of the five that we just tried for the first time, what do you think would be your favorite in terms of taste? I'd say it's a tie... Well, actually, not really a tie. I think the Greenwood Beach was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had to pick, like, the worst tasting one, probably Fist City. Yeah, well, I, I would really agree with you. I think Fist City is probably my least favorite just because it's... I do like the Lagunitas. I would say that goes right in the middle with mm-hmm. my... The Lagunitas like, was also it. good. I liked the, uh, I liked that last one. Um, oh, yeah, the Speakeasy or uh-huh. Speaky that Wagon or whatever. That wasn't bad. Yeah, it's all... Sorts of, it's all sorts of good fun here. Now we gotta figure out how we're gonna drink all these. <laughs> That's something we do have to figure out. Hey, it's a Wednesday night. What are you gonna do? Yeah, hump day. Hump day. Mike, right. Mike, 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 Mike. What day it is? Uh. <laughs> um. So I guess we kind of covered all the breweries that are in town, but um. So we kind of talked about all the beers we tasted, which is delicious and lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, wish list. So I kind of thought of this because there are a ton, and I'm saying a ton of different breweries in and around this area that we haven't been to. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, what is on your wish list? Where would you? Oh, and we tried another beer too. Totally forgot about it. The Five Rabbits beer. That was, that was so that did. one. So that one is a wit beer, which is completely different from whatever we've tried mm-hmm. here. Um, but it's a passion fruit wit beer. Obviously, if you don't like passion fruit, you're probably not going to like it. Mm-hmm. But it's delicious, and it's also a little different because they use more of like a Latin American type type um, brewing technique. So right. it's really good. And I know that they have like um, a tap house in Chicago, I believe, and or Bedford Park. I don't know, but I would definitely put that one on my wish list. Mm-hmm. 
um, for places to go as well as Hailstorm because I've not been there before. And it's also nice to try. I like seeing the difference between a beer when you have it on draft versus having it in a can or bottle. Right. So, I feel like you get a much different taste. Exactly. So what about you? Where is, what is your wish list place brewery that you would want to go to? Hmm. That's a good question. Now that, I'm, now that I'm on the spot. Well, and obviously if we went out of the country, we'd want to go to all the different ones. Right. For... And the one thing that was nice I was able to check out my list was I did go... Um, when I was in Denver for work, or for Golden for work, it was where... Obviously it's where Miller Coors is, but it's also where they make Blue Moon, which is probably my favorite beer. Mm-hmm. Any given day, if I have that, I'm happy. So they would go where... Go to the source there, and it's a giant facility, and I didn't get through the tour like I wanted to because I was there for work, so I saw it, went inside, checked a few things out, went to the gift shop, and got on my flight to go home. But it was definitely a cool experience, and if I get to go back, I'll definitely want to actually do the tour. But I did go to their, they like a facility there, so that was definitely my, like, I'm still actually, like, at a restaurant, I got there, going to try all their beers, their Blue Moon styles that they didn't have, they don't bottle and send out, so that was nice. But I think, uh, of my my wish list. I would like to check out Revolution. I think would be a good one just because there's certain beers I don't like canned from them, but I feel like maybe if I had it on tap, I'd feel differently. Yeah. It's true. Anywhere else? Um, Another one I was thinking of too is Goose Island. We've never been to Goose Island or 312. Or, well, yeah, that's the Goose still, Island. Goose Island would be also up because I, I do like the 312. That's also know. like a summer beer. I don't like, know who makes Shock Top either. What, who makes Shock Top? I don't know. And we don't have any Shock Top in the fridge to look up, but... Yeah, um... Shock Top is okay. Yeah, I, I would like to see all of the... Like, it's a shame to be this close to a lot of breweries and not check them out. So I think a lot of the local ones would be worth checking out. And I know I keep wanting to say I want to go to Three Floors, but never end up, every time we're in the area, we never seem to end up there. Yeah, and I tried Zombie Dust again, and I was not, a little, uh... I was kind of sad. Because I used to really, I tried it one time when I was in, um, in college. We were doing, um, one of our friends was turning twenty-two. I want to say, because yep. I was able to drink. Um, but she got zombie dust, and it was good the first time, and then I got it again, and I was like, eh, this, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people rave about zombie dust. I'm just kind of, uh, I don't know, like in the middle about it. It doesn't... Oh, uh, Shock Top at St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. That's another place that it has a really, that, um, good, uh, a really good craft beer scene. Oh, that one brewery in Wisconsin that makes Spotted Cow would be nice to check out. Oh, yeah. The Spotted Cow is a place you only get in, in Wisconsin. Spotted Cow is also another good beer to have. Yeah. But luckily, we live close enough that if we really, really had a hankering for right. Spotted Cow, we could go over the border and get it because we live maybe... 20, 30 minutes right. away from the I know border. for my bachelor party, we did pick some up because we were in Wisconsin, and that's always a nice touch. When you're in, the, and like, we had fr- I had friends that would go up there on occasion just to get a case of it, which, you know, it's, always, it's not bad. If you it's if really can only get it there, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's my wish, is to see some more of those locals. And to actually see, we've seen a couple of the, like the local suburb breweries, and just to kind of keep that, that it mm-hmm. would be good. Yeah, I enjoy going to those. They, uh, they support those independent breweries, and, um, I don't know, I enjoy doing that, Mm -hmm. and I like seeing it around, because it kind of gives the the bar scene a little more flair, Yeah, because a lot of times, 
the bars around here look exactly the same, mm-hmm. and it's nice to have some change of pace. Right. Like, the um, the German restaurant we go to that has the those good German <sighs> beers on tap. In Naperville, it's called Bavarian Lodge. It's delicious. They have a lot of good... And they've got... Well, they what's nice about them is they get, actually, the German craft beer, which is, like, oh, if I could live which you there. Can't get, which you can't get in the store. Exactly. It's very hard to find they in the store. They get them on kegs irregularly, and they have it for when they have it, and then it's gone. Yeah. Okay, so we want to finish up. What are our normal, if we had to go to our normal go-to beers, what would you do? What's well, our normal go-tos? Well, like I said at the beginning, uh, Two Brothers Evil Boys was my go-to every time I went to Beerhead. Um, also, Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I cut the hiccups down, which is lovely. Um, so that's also another one of my favorites. I don't usually, if I'm going for like a domestic beer, like one that every, no matter whose house you're going to, they'll have it. I probably go... Bud or Miller Light. I know you don't do Bud Light. That's just it's not I don't doesn't like the doesn't rice. it doesn't agree with you. The rice gives me a headache, and I don't know why. It's not like I'm allergic to rice. It's just like the brewing process with the rice just like mm-hmm. gives me this massive headache, and it just ruins my night. Mm-hmm. I but yeah. So what what about you? What is uh, what is your go to on any given? I don't night? know. It depends on what mood I'm going for. So if I'm going for like I'm going to be drinking for hours and hours and hours. Then I go domestic, more or less, because that I can stomach more. You like your Coors Light. I like my Coors Light. I know it's like water, but it's perfect if I want to drink all day. Like, right. It doesn't bother me. Everything's fine. I can drink a, a couple of those and be fine. Right. Um, but if I want more like a chill, if it's like a normal trivia like night. It, or if you're going to dinner and you're hitting your one dinner beer. Um, uh, It really depends. I really like trying... Different Hefeweizes. I'm definitely a light beer when it comes to, like, eating it with mm-hmm. dinner and whatever. I'm not one for, like, a dessert beer where it's, like... I was looking... Actually, it was kind of funny. When I was looking for my mix six, they had an O'Fallon cherry chocolate, like, Ooh. type thing. And I was picking it up, and the guy... One of the guys that worked there, he's like, don't try it. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, unless you like the pastry style stouts, don't try it. Oof. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a huge stout person. I would have picked that one... But I was kind of, when the guy was like, don't do it, I was like, well, yeah. I don't want to waste my money on that. Yeah, those so, sweet stouts are a little iffy. Yeah. So I'm more like a light, I really kind of go with whatever. I try to, if I can, I try to, to like, there is a cat under the, sorry, there's some, I'm looking across the street because we're in the. Um, it's a big fluffy cat. Yeah, a big fluffy cat under their grill. That's weird. Anyway, but, um. No, whenever we go out to dinner, I try to get something that I haven't tried before, and mm-hmm. kind of in my realm of like the light beer, the Hefeweizen. Um, sometimes I'll break out and go in the amber ale section, but mostly it's like I like the light beer because I want to be able to eat my food right, as well. Definitely. And that's a good question for you. Do you judge a beer by its name? No. Does it draw? Ju- does it draw your attention? Sometimes it depends, though. Um, mostly like when we go to tight head or not tight head, um, beer head, I mostly look at what kind of beer it is like, and then the name comes after. So like I literally like there's a, it, how they list it is like the beer, the beer name, the, the type of beer it is. And then the brewery, like literally I could care less about the brewery. I could care less about the name. It's like, I want to know what I'm getting. So I know, right. You know, like I don't want to be surprised and be like oh this is really gross it do you want to talk about your, your mishap at the liquor store it, it wasn't really a mishap it's it was, just it was... A, i found out something that i now i know about myself 
Um, so I got, we went to, we have a nice liquor store called Oak Terrace Liquors and Spirits or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Spirits and Liquors. Spirits and Liquor. And um, they have a really nice craft brew section, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, especially for such a small store. And I wanted, I saw, it was of course at the very bottom of all the shelves of craft beer. And it was a, um, it was a Berliner Weisse. And I was like, oh, German beer, great. Like, let's try it. Well, I didn't read very carefully, so it was a Berliner Weisse sour. So we get home and I try it. I found out that if I'm going to have a sour beer, it's going to only be one and done because I feel like it's so sour to the point where if I had two, I have a feeling that I would have a giant stomach ache. And that's not my deal. If I'm going to drink, I want to be able to enjoy it and uh-huh. not have to worry about getting sick because it's beer. You shouldn't get If you get sick on beer, there's a problem. Right. You're having too <laughs> much or having the wrong stuff. And I feel like sometimes with like the whole motto of the whole liquor before beer, like I feel like if you don't mix a bunch of different beers in one night too, because that can also really mess yeah. with your stomach. Like don't have like a Guinness, then like a Weiss beer, then an IPA, then a domestic. Like you don't want to just really... Because your body, your stomach's gonna wreck. Just like basically, if you're gonna have a beer on a night, stick with that one beer. Yeah, or in the or, realm of of not realm of that beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I've enjoyed my time on this because I like talking about booze. Well, Ooh. beer, but beer is good. I like beer and booze and alcohol and spirits. It's just a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. It's very sad that it's a big part of my life at this point. <laughs> Trying to find new things that I like and experimenting. It's funny because my aunt will always... Because I never really, like, at family parties, I never really drink the same thing. Um, so my aunt's like, oh, what are you drinking this time? Like, she always asks, she's like, you're always drinking something different. Because, like, sometimes I'll have, like, a cool mixed drink that I found one time and I'll start drinking that. Or I'll have, like, some fancy craft beer and they'll be like, oh my gosh, what is that? Well, because they're the one, they drink the same thing every time they go out. That's true, so... They're set in their ways. They're set in their ways, and I'm not quite there yet. I'm, no, I'm sure I'm eventually... I'm going once... to be 26 years old, I'm not ready to settle down. For in your beer. alcohol <laughs> terms. Don't settle down for your alcohol. Yeah, no. Keep your options open. Exactly. Don't stick yourself with one beer because you're going to get sick of it. What? Sign us out. Sign you out. Um, okay, well, this was Brews with Babes, number two, part dough. Do, do, I don't know. Part, part dose. Part dose. And numero you can't, numero two. Numero two. God, you're such a nerd. Um, so if you want to keep up with us, go ahead and, uh, like us on Facebook, Journey into Comics, Brews with the Dudes Normally. There's no bruise with babes because obviously it's Fool's Week. Haha, <laughs> April Fool's, I'm not Nick. Yeah, um, Nick does a good job. and He's very involved in the beer scene in Indiana, so keep up the I'm, good work. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous. There's actually a bruise with dude's beer that I really want to try. I know, I'm kind of jealous. I kind of wish I had his life in terms of like, I don't know, he does some very interesting things and I'm like, damn, why didn't I think of that? Right. But, um, so you can follow us on Facebook. I'm sure there's Twitter and Instagram, yeah. I'm sure. I'm not good at plugging. FYI. We're, we're, we're not. We're, um, stuff that and we're you not can on. find us on Spotify. Yeah, just uh, uh, Patreon, Podbean. I don't know yeah, how many. Go other to drinkthecomics.com. If you look up Bruce Dudes, you can see all of the things that's attached to with the uh, socials there. 
and I'm sure they'll very much appreciate it. If you're ever in central Indiana, check them out. They're definitely, like, Nick Maxson is central Indiana. So, check yeah. that out. Yeah. Yay, Nick. Um, so, yeah, this has been Brews with Babes. Cross your fingers that I get this for next Fool's Day. So, I'm Liz. And I'm Andrew, and I'm not a babe. You're not a babe. You're a babe in my eyes. Aww, so right. cute. Bye. Bye.